0: It was silent. The marching band that had played upstairs had finally quit after nine months of fruitless practicing. The practicing bore no fruit. They were terrible and remained terrible. And they practiced endlessly. on. first their absence was welcome at first but then the silence felt louder than the noise I still couldn't work I still couldn't sleep despite my months-long desire to do both frustrated I tried to play some music from a speaker to make up for the incessant band's rambling but it was too in tune too in rhythm and made too much sense I was finally free of their infernal racket, only to discover that I needed them. That had become incomplete with their absence. Like a Stockholm Syndrome still capable of resentment. I thought about asking them to continue their cacophony, but discarded the idea because I hated it and them. An idea came to my mind. I raced to my kitchen, haphazardly poured my pots and pans across the floor and ran my mixer between them. While I did feel a relief at the chaotic rattling, when I tried to go to bed, it appeared that even this sound made too much sense. I finally buckled down and approached my upstairs neighbors, requesting they resume their to playing. They were upset over my description of their sound, telling me they worked really hard on their music. That's unfortunate, I absently said, too sleep deprived to hold my thoughts. But then I corrected myself and said that the I meant it as a, a compliment. compliment. They accepted it, appearing to be very touched. However, they told me they had been playing for so long that they were exhausted. They told me they were done for the foreseeable future before thanking me for my kind words and closing the door, leaving me lost in the now foreign world of peace and quiet. Something had to be done. I bought a cat. Well, the nightmare, I've been having it again.
1: All right, could you remind me, what, what's this nightmare again?
0: melon about the size of... I don't know. It's a fairly large melon. And I think... I think it's supposed to be a watermelon. And I'm about to bite into it. But... As I bring it closer, I get the feeling... It's not actually a fairly large melon, but a container of spiders that will come crawling out.
1: I see, and the medication, it hasn't been helping?
0: I tried it, the medication, but it made me feel like I had three arms.
1: Every time you took it?
0: Yes, every time. Well, both times. I only took it twice. Not knowing what to do with the third arm made me feel more anxious than usual.
1: I see, I see. Well, there is a new drug that should be able to help your issue.
0: Are there... Are there any side effects?
1: tests showed that some of the subjects temporarily believed themselves to be bonobo chimps.
0: Chimps? But with?
1: Yes, with only two arms. Okay,
0: well, if, if you think it'll work, I guess I can try it. for the most feral and ill-tempered cat. They asked me if I was sure because they were just about to put the cat down. Judging from their disappointment, I figured they were looking forward to doing so. The more religious employees insisted that I pick another one as they believed that cat to be possessed by some feline demon. The cat sounded perfect. I bought the kitty Diablo and brought it home, its carrier violently shaking as though it contained an ancient curse. I opened the cage only for it to bite and scratch me. I suppose this was its gratitude for saving its life and providing it a home. A wave of drowsiness came over me. The pain in my head sounded like noise. I filled up glasses of water and covered my counters and tables with them, and placed the cat around the soon-to-be bedlam. I told the cat to go wild, and then returned to bed. The sound of destruction soon followed. Shattering glass and splashing echoed through my home, and sleep was knocking at my door as I began to drift away. But then... Silence. What felt like hours of preparation and cost of my dishes were eliminated in a matter of two minutes. The deafening silence returned before I could be escorted away to Snoozeville. I deliriously ran out of my room and approached the cat. Don't stop now. There's plenty more dishes. Look, I have plates. I have bowls. There's plenty more you can break. From my sleep-deprived delirium, I swore I saw the cat furl its brow in a human confusion. The cat quietly walked to the corner and slumped down while looking at me with a disconcerted posture. What are you doing? Get to work! I begged. My exhausted, sullen face felt like it was going to droop off of my head. Please, I need this. The cat's expression was unfazed. Fine. I angrily moaned. If you You don't want to do this the easy way. We can do it the hard way. I then ran out of my apartment to solve the problem the only way I could come up with. To buy another animal. I don't know, Just, just been thinking. Thinking about what? Do you ever think that there's mortal life? That you could be doing so much more than killing lots of innocent people. What do you mean? It's just anymore, I feel like I'm just going through the motions. It's all the same. Finding a target, stalking them in the night, stab them, cut their body into little pieces, and then dump it in a shallow grave. It all feels... so repetitive and so, so boring. What's getting into you? I'm just... I'm just starting to think that I wish I made different decisions in my life. I'm like what? I don't know. I guess... I guess I always wanted to be a dancer. Depression can have many signs. Lack of motivation, perceived regret of life choices, lethargy for things you used to enjoy, among other symptoms. Don't let depression ruin your life. Ask your doctor about Dexaprom, the highest rated antidepressant on the market. Say goodbye to your daily blues. Reclaim your zest for life. Choose Dexaprom today. You seem to be feeling better. I am feeling better now that I'm on Dexaprom. Thanks to Dexaprom, I can get back to doing what I do best. Choose Dexaprom, the most effective, highest-rated antidepressant on the market. Side effects may include trouble sleeping, dry mouth listen to a podcast, and occasional jitters. Ask your doctor if Dexaprom is right for you. When I went back to the pet store, I told them that I needed a dog. They looked at me with confusion. Didn't you just get a cat? I did. Didn't work. What didn't work? Never mind. I need a dog. Sir, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but cats don't like dogs. Another employee chimed in to confirm. It's true. Cats don't like dogs. They then went into a tangential conversation about how, while cats don't like dogs, they were unsure whether or not dogs like cats. Hearing their inane conversation caused my eyelids to feel heavy, and I felt myself drift away again. I asked them if they wanted to continue this discussion at my place. Their faces grew pale as they looked at me with a vast unease. What did you say? Seeing that I was making them uncomfortable, I thought quickly and switched my statement. Do fish ever wish they could sit down? The color then returned to their faces as they allowed themselves to believe my correction but they didn't answer the question, which felt rude to me. Shortly after, they showed me the dogs they had available, all of them adorable. This isn't going to help me, I uttered to myself after seeing each endearing ball of fur. What is it going to help you? Did I say that out loud? Yeah, you did. I didn't say anything. They looked at me funny and decided to drop it. May I ask, what are you intending to use this dog for? I don't know, it's a dog. What am I supposed to use it for? Basketball? They told me they loved that movie. What movie? They didn't say anything, but it looked like they wanted to cry. What I mean to ask is, you're, you're not intending to have sex with this dog, are you? I looked at her curiously, thinking, do people do that? We we have to ask everyone that question. We've been getting more creepy-looking customers. Not, not you. But now we just have to be sure... You know, to protect the animals. No, I answered her, too tired to be offended. I'm not going to have sex with the dog. Then, at the last cage of dogs, was a really yippy barking dog. Barking at everything and nothing. Or maybe it was just in love with the sound of its own voice. It was just what I needed. Another staff member approached the cage with a shot collar. Here you go. This will help you stop barking so we can find you a new home. Then you can bark all you like. Keep that away from that dog. My change in tone startling the workers. I want that one. They took me to the register to buy the dog. As I was buying the little guy, or girl, I don't know, it was a dog. A woman entered the store, also asking to buy a dog. The staff member looked at me, remembered what she had told me earlier, and then back at the woman. Um, but before we find you a dog, I have to ask, you're not intending to have sex with the dog, are you? The woman blushed and then asked for clarification of the question before changing her mind and walking out before the employee could answer. The worker looked stunned as she watched her leave. When she regained her composure, she apologized without saying what for. Given that I couldn't figure out why she was sorry, I told her, I don't forgive you, and then stormed out with my dog.
1: this week and I wanted to see if you were okay. How's that new medicine working out for you Have you been sleeping all right? How are the nightmares?
0: To Science Balooza, where you can see this freakish creature for yourself. It will be on display all week long. Get your tickets now, they're selling fast. Cats don't like dogs. That's what the employees told me. But mine does. While I was hoping for a storm of barking and hissing, Upon welcoming my new dog home, and immediately walked out and joined my cat in the corner as the two looked at me with caution. I stared at them in disbelief. Come on, do your thing. Dog, you like barking. And cat, you like, well, nothing. So get to it. The two responded by laying down, flaunting their ability to sleep. I exploded into a being of pure desperation, void of humanity. I went through my home and activated everything that made a sound, longing hungrily for that noise. Televisions, speakers, radios, microwaves, smoke detectors, everything. Separately, each of these things could be understood, but together it might provide me with the incomprehensible bliss needed to return to peace. Once all the sounds were activated, I collapsed onto the bed, hopeless, but yearning. I laid down. Surrounded by the storm of sound that I had created and prayed to any entity that would sympathize with my struggle, I angrily slammed my head onto the pillow. I tried to go to sleep, but couldn't. While I had hoped to find peace, I instead found war. The swirling sound gave me a headache and I instead longed for the madness to stop. Without thinking, I stormed through my apartment and turned off every annoying sound source until every sound returned to the hell from where it came. Once the sound had stopped, I was returned to silence and breathed a sigh of relief. I inhaled the quiet as though it were possible, and then opened my eyes. It hit me. I had returned to normal. I no longer needed the noise. The itch had been scratched, enclosure achieved. I laughed in a crazed joy. I was living in an existence that I yearned for. It. I was finally home. I stumbled like a wounded warrior to my room, and in there to my bed. I fell feeling like a feather dancing in the air in its descent, looking down at my bed like a long-lost lover, whose touch I was finally about to experience again. And upon my collision with the bed, it even felt like the same sentimental intertwining, both physically and emotionally. Overwhelmed with joy, I kissed my pillow and whispered sweet nothings and sentiments of love to my blankets. I love you. Together, we were to ascend the Shangri-La. I love you. Together, we would pass through the gates of heaven paradise in the promised land, hand in hand, in love. I closed my eyes and felt the old friend's sleep return to me as I heard, And one, two, three, hand up. My upstairs neighbor cheered. I lifted my head from the pillow and stared at the ceiling in disbelief, shaking my head. Yeah, let's rock it. Slaughter before me. The animals I purchased joined in with a hellish symphony. I rolled off the bed and fell onto the shards of broken glass from before. The agony of the new wound distracted me, and it almost felt like silence. Special thanks to the who helped help in this episode. Lena Brown, who works as psychiatrist. Classy Vampire, who contributed the first song segment. Joe Hartog, who played a friend in the Dexaprom ad. Duke Spencer for contributing the song in the latter half of the Dexaprom ad. Violet Meals, for contributing the song in the second part of the psychiatrist sketch. All of the music was composed by Moodle. Most importantly, thank you for listening. Till next time.